This is the Nun Report. I'm Dan Nunn. This is where we talk truth, freedom, a little bit of weirdness. Today is Tuesday, October 4th. And uh, wow, huge news breaking today. And uh, it's not the topic for the day, but I need to, to bring it up. And that is the fact that apparently Elon Musk is going through with the purchase of Twitter rather than going through a, a protracted court battle where his case really wasn't all that strong. It was kind of like a, kind of sounded like buyer's remorse a little bit. Um, but at any rate, it looks like it's going through. Twitter made an announcement, uh, as well as uh, Elon Musk sending a letter to them, or after Elon Musk sending a letter to them, the New York Stock Exchange on the news halted trading of Twitter on the exchange uh, because it had risen like 22%, and they do that when there's uh, pending news or that sort of thing. So it looks like the Twitter sale to Elon Musk may actually go through and that we might actually have a free speech platform or a platform that at least is not suppressing alternate views as long as they're not dangerous. And because Elon Musk, I mean, think what you might, he is a, he is a free speech advocate. He is someone who believes in, uh, excuse me here, a little technical malfunction, um, who believes in, in, People being able to express their views, you know, you're not going to express, you know, I'm not going to, people are going to go say, I'm going to go kill someone. Or I'm going to go do this. You know, that's not going to be allowed. That's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is people just being able to express alternate views. And that's great. This is good news. This is good news. And there's going to be a lot more to the story as it develops. There's not a lot of information out there right now, which is why I'm not going to talk about it. The only information there is, is that the sale is in fact going to go through. So what is the topic today? Well, I'm wearing the t-shirt that is kind of the topic today, and that is Fauci, public enemy number one. And because you may say, and people ask all the time, this word gets thrown around a lot nowadays, grifter. Oh, Trump was just, he's just a grifter. He's been grifting his whole life. Uh, one could say that the Biden crime family are grifters. You know, they've been grifting off of one. Who's the biggest grifter ever in the history of the United States federal government? I would say the biggest grifter and the longest lasting grifter in the United States federal government is Dr. Anthony Tony Fauci. Somehow he's managed to hang on and not only hang on to his position, but climb his position for over 50 years. Over 50 years. Okay, he originally joined the, the, the NIAID in 1968, the year I was born. And I feel old. Man, that guy is like, he's like crusty cheese. He, he, is, he is ancient. Ancient times, man. And he's been leading them since 1984. He became the director. And he has been scheming one scheme after the other, one lump of BS after the other ever since then, starting with the AIDS pandemic which, by the way, he's still working on and there's still no vaccine and still no cure. He was shifted over to anthrax in 2001. After 9-11, he went to the anthrax and tried to find a, a, a vaccine or an antidote for that. Came up empty-handed again. And then along comes COVID-19. And once again, he comes up empty-handed. These vaccines aren't vaccines. They don't work. If anything, they might cause more harm than good long-term. We don't know because the trials weren't conducted correctly. 
All I know is there's a lot of young people dying of heart conditions they had didn't have before, right? There's a lot of people still getting COVID and dying, even though they've been fully vaccinated and boosted, and they're putting out another booster without full trials. Well, it's been it's been tested on on a few mice. Go ahead and put it out. Humans can take it. You are the trial. The American public and the world at large is the trial. And people are getting rich off of it. The pharmaceuticals and their stockholders. Who is Anthony Fauci? He's a physician with the NIH, all right? He served the American public health sector in various, various capacities for more than 50 years and has acted as the advisor to every U.S. president since Ronald Reagan. As I said, he became the director of the NIAID in 1984. He contributes to HIV and AIDS research, which went nowhere, and immunodeficiency diseases, both as a research scientist and as a head of the NIAID, from 1983 to 2002, Fauci was one of the world's most frequently cited scientists across scientific journals. But what has he really accomplished? Other than becoming incredibly wealthy and the highest paid employee ever in the federal government. What has he really contributed toward the betterment of society and toward disease prevention and cure when it comes to reality? You know, a lot of you may not remember this. I remember it. I was there. When AIDS struck, it was a huge deal. And people didn't know how it, how it transmitted. They didn't know it was just blood transmitted and primarily uh, through gay sexual contact and intravenous needles. Well, Fauci was a huge part of spreading the fear. Groups that can be involved and, and seeing it in children is really quite disturbing. When you say other close contact give me some examples well for example if if the close contact of a child is a household contact perhaps there will be a certain number of cases of individual who are just living with and in close contact with someone with aids or at risk of aids who does not necessarily have to have uh, intimate sexual contact or share a needle but just the ordinary close contact that one sees in and that set off a firestorm that set off a fear that struck fear throughout the entire world and through the U.S. population in general. When he came out and said that without any proof whatsoever, without knowing anything, but once again, he's creating the crisis that then he can come in and be the hero. He can come in and spend years and years and years getting all these hundreds of millions of dollars in grants, go in front of all the talk shows, circuits. I mean, he's, he's a mouthpiece. The guy is so into himself. All he does is want to be in front of a microphone and talk about himself and how great he is. When in, the fact is he's accomplished nothing. He's gone through an entire career, 50 years with the federal government and really has nothing to show for it. <laughs> he hasn't cured a, a single thing. Not one. And here he is again talking about AIDS. Can you give any kind of an educated guess about how long it might be before some kind of cure 
is found. Again, it's very difficult to, to do that. I can tell you that there are some agents that clearly have been shown to suppress the replication of the virus. This is a very unique virus because even if you block its ability to replicate, it also has the unique ability to hide or live within the cells such that you might... Okay, I'm gonna... Does this sound familiar at all? If she... Put gray hair on this guy, add a few wrinkles on his face, and substitute the word AIDS with COVID. And then listen to the response. Suppress its multiplication, but you might not ever be able to the replication of the virus. This is a very unique virus because even if you block its ability to replicate, it also has the unique ability to hide or live within the cells such that you might... He gave the same answer back in 1986 that he gave in 2020. <laughs> it's the same answer. And he sits there and, and claims, oh, I'm not flip-flopping. I'm not. Let, let's talk about Fauci flip-flopping. Here's a flip-flop video. It's a montage somebody put together that I grabbed. Um, check this out. Not something that the citizens of the United States right now should be worried about. There's no doubt that we knew that we would get cases here. There is no need to change anything that you're doing on a day-by-day -day basis. You do those things, masks, no crowds, physical distance, personal hygiene, no doubt you're gonna be able to turn these things around. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better and it might even block a, a droplet but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. Make sure you wear a mask. So you wear a mask, then you put a cloth mask over, which actually is much better. Another coronavirus that obviously jumped from an animal species. We don't know exactly how that happened. We have not ruled out the possibility that there could have been a leak from the lab should we have any worries about walking by someone on the street who may be unvaccinated? Not at all. I would have no concern walking down the street past a person who's not been vaccinated and even a person who's been infected because the protection is really quite substantial. And we do know that the science shows now that even people who are vaccinated and get a breakthrough infection can transmit. All of the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it goes on and on. And we know this. And what does he have to say? Oh, I'm not flip-flopping. I just I'm just following the science. In fact, I am science. I put together a little something on that because I just couldn't resist. And and then we'll get back into the to the seriousness of things that are going on because uh as far as for for 30 years almost he 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 did stuff with AIDS, didn't accomplish a single thing. Nothing. Uh went to anthrax in 2001 again empty-handed and actually admitted afterwards it's very unlikely that we'll ever find a, a a cure for anthrax you know once 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 it's uh once somebody gets it and then covid and then the only really covid drug that that became accepted and promoted and pushed was rem remdesivir and I've got a little bit of information on that that's going to blow some of you away if you haven't seen it hang on to the hang on to your pants here Hang on to the end of the show. I'm going to get to that in a minute. But first, we're going to take a look at this and Dr. Fauci and uh, defending himself about flip-flopping because he's science. That was interpreted by many as flip-flopping or 
not really knowing what's going on when it really was the evolution of the science. So one of the evolution of the science. So one of, a lot of what you're seeing as attacks on me, quite frankly, are attacks on science, tax on science, because so if you are trying to, you know, get at me as a public health official and a scientist, you're really attacking not only Dr. Anthony Fauci, you're attacking science and any you're attacking science and any science and the truth are being attacked. It's easy to criticize, but they're really criticizing science because I represent science because I represent science because I represent science. Um, you know, we own the science and we think that, um, you know, we own the science and we think that, um, you know, we own the science. <laughs> so just to get that, just just to recap that for you, Anthony Fauci is not flip flopping because he's following the science, but then he is the science. If you attack science, you're if you attack him, you're attacking science because Fauci is science and the World Economic Forum there at the end. If you haven't caught that, they own science. So. The World Economic Forum owns Fauci, who is not flip-flopping because he is science. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think that we need to have someone else weigh on this. I think it's a bunch of crap. What do you think, Clint? What a load of shit. Yeah. Thanks. We don't have Clint weigh in every day, but when he does, man, you know it's serious. Okay? So... Moving right along here, like I talked about, um, Anthony Fauci has had zero success in anything he's ever done except for grifting off the the taxpayer for his entire career uh, to the point where he's become the highest paid federal employee that there is. He makes uh, $480,000 a year. Highest paid federal employee there is. And his, his, his pension... <laughs> his pension, yeah, yeah, yeah. His pension is going to be more than the president makes in a year, 400 grand a year, $414,000 a year to be exact will be his pension till the day he dies, along with Cadillac healthcare and everything else. But what did he do for COVID besides flip-flop on masks, flip-flop on vaccines, flip-flop on this and on that, and uh, basically accomplish nothing except spread fear and channel uh, billions and billions of dollars to the large pharmaceutical companies. Well, he, they created one drug that they use as treatment the, that was like the main approved treatment and still is that ended up actually being very dangerous and some say killed a lot of people is uh, remdesivir. And Dr. Paul Merrick, who is a very respected doctor, by the way, this is not some, he's no slouch, man. This guy has been around a long time. He was the uh, chair of pulmonary care at Eastern Virginia Medical School uh, from 2009 until January of 2022 this year when he resigned. Now, he went on uh, Frontline Critical Care Alliance and, and some of the other. He became very anti... He, he, he saw the veil get lifted off of the pharmaceuticals and off of the lies that were being told during COVID to manipulate the American public and the world public at large. And he became a very outspoken critic. As soon as he did, what do you think happened? He got scrubbed from mainstream media. He got scrubbed off of YouTube. He got scrubbed off everywhere because they don't want you to know the truth. They don't want us to know the truth. They want us to continue to follow the fear and follow the, the narrative that they lay out for us. It's 
got nothing to do with our safety. It's got nothing to do with healthcare. Okay. So this is a pretty long clip. It's two hours and two hours. (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't worry. I'm not going to keep you here for two hours. It's two minutes and 19 seconds. It's a little longer of a clip than I would usually play. I do play a lot of clips. This one's a little longer than most. And he kind of goes through about New England Journal of Medicine and what what a fraud it is. The the whole video, look it up. It's pretty good. It's on Rumble. Just to search Dr. Paul Merrick on Rumble and you're going to find this in full. But here's just a little clip from it that talks about how the New England Journal of Medicine and Dr. Froudy basically conspired to cram this drug through, even though they knew they didn't have the proof to back it up. Check this. I mean, even look at the remdesivir study published in New England Journal. We know that they committed scientific misconduct. In that remdesivir study, you may not know this. No. They changed the endpoint. They, what they did, Tony Fauci didn't say this in the White House. They unblinded the study halfway. It was not going to reach the predetermined endpoints. The endpoints were death and intubation and being on a ventilator. They realized the study would fail. So what did they do? They changed the endpoint to some nebulous endpoint of time to recovery. And since they knew which patients were unblinded, they discharged them early. It's a fabricated, fraudulent study. Wow. Based on this, and the New England Journal knew this. So, So just to be clear so that I understand this, they essentially had a study where they were going to show we have a reduction in death and ventilators like in, in extreme yes. results. They were not having that result. They weren't showing it was doing that. So they went in, unblinded everybody. Like, and, and so we did the placebo group. They got to see everything and then started moving people in and out of the study to get the result. And they couldn't say we reduced death. We, re- we reduced severe um, results. Instead, they just said, we shortened the time you were in the hospital. They, they came up with some different that's arbitrary. Exactly what they showed. Wow. If you go back and look at their fraudulent study, that's what they showed. Right. And that was a manipulated endpoint. By Tony Fauci, who is in a regulatory agency that is supposed to be unbiased and simply calling it like he sees it, calling it like they see it. He is personally at the NIH involved in this study and manipulating it. And, and by the way, we were seeing similarly bad results in every other study being done around the world. The exact opposite of, of ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, where you just have this massive ocean of brilliant studies showing between 50%, 75% reductions when it comes to ivermectin in, in, in death and, and severe um, COVID. And yet the NIH finally gets involved in studies in, in the, the um, and, and we see the opposite. Their studies are the only ones that show there's a deleterious effect. In this case, they're the only studies that show that remdesivir. Yeah, they manipulated the study. They knew they couldn't get the, they already had a predetermined outcome they wanted. Since they knew that the trajectory of the study was not going to come to that outcome, they completely changed the study midstream so they could manipulate the outcome that it would that it would come to. And that's what they sold the American public. And Dr. Fauci was right in on that. Front and center. He was involved in that. And, and how many people, by the way, got uh, social media bans for talking about ivermectin? Mm, I did. I want my 30 days back, Zuck. 
like that'll ever happen. So back to the AIDS. Fauci worked on that for a long time. And there are a lot of people who weren't happy about it. PETA was one of them. We all have heard about Fauci and, and how he's doing all his scientific experiments or funding experiments on the beagles and the cruelty that happens to those sticking their heads in cages and letting flies eat their face until they die. Well, this is nothing new. He's been doing this for a long time. According to PETA, Anthony Fauci's agency has funded 36 years of horrendous HIV experiments on monkeys, and there is still no vaccine. This is just from last year. Fauci has publicly stated why the monkey HIV experiments aren't working, yet he fails decade after decade to stop them. He even co-led many of these experiments himself. Monkeys don't get HIV, and Fauci needs to end experiments on them and instead fund modern human-relevant research. He's still experimenting on animals to try to find a cure for AIDS. Now, I'm not a big fan of PETA. I refer to them as people eating tasty animals. But I am a huge advocate of, 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 of against animal cruelty and experimentation on, on, on animals. Like, I mean, there's, there, there's a certain point where it's like, wow, this experiment didn't work. 36 years they've been testing monkeys to find a cure for HIV that still hasn't come. Just like he's doing studies on beagles. There's a time and a place, but eventually, you know, you got to say enough is enough, right? So what's Fauci up to nowadays? You know, he's retiring at the end of this year. He's, he's announced that uh, after the midterms, <laughs> conveniently, because he knows which direction things are going to go, that he's going to retire at the end of this year. So what's he doing? They're sending more money to the same entity that's suspected in the, the, the gain-of-function research they released coronavirus on the world, killing over 6 million people. How about that? Dr. Anthony Fauci has steered another lucrative grant to study bat viruses. What is up with these people and their obsession with bats? To the same company suspected of conducting gain-of-function research at the mysterious China, China laboratory where some experts believe COVID-19 was hatched. And a lot of people do believe it was hatched there in Wuhan. Didn't come from a wet market. It didn't come from bats. It came from gain-of-function research inside of a specific laboratory in China that Fauci and the NIH funded through a company called EcoHealth Alliance. EcoHealth Alliance, run by Fauci's pal, Peter Daszak, has been the focus of suspicion that the virus has killed more than 6 million people worldwide, may have been created in the Wuhan Institute of Virology through gain-of-function research, work that purposefully makes viruses more transmittable and deadly in order to develop antidotes. EcoHealth received 3.7 million grant from 
NIAID in 2014 for a project titled Understanding the Risk of Bat Corona Emergence and sent more than $600,000 of funds to the Wuhan lab. Daszak worked closely with Xi Zingzing, <laughs> Xingli, known as the Wuhan lab bat lady. Daszak was also part of the World Health Organization China team that dismissed the lab. So immediately he was part of the team that dismissed the, he's the one who got the money that sent it to China. And he's part of the team that dismisses the, that it originated in China. Well, they're giving him more money. Fauci's parting shot is this. And you can pause it here or whatever, but if you look down at the bottom, project funding information for 2022, total funding $653,392 is going to go to organization right up there, second uh, box from the top, EcoHealth Alliance, Inc. Same company. And the president's name up the very top, Peter Daszak, Fauci's buddy. So parting shot to everybody. We're going to send more money to do more study on bats and more gain-of-function research. And we'll just hope that maybe it doesn't leak out on the world again. I talked to you about Fauci's riches and what he's been doing. Fauci makes $480,000 a year. He's the highest paid federal employee in history. His pension is going to be $414,000 a year, more than the President of the United States makes in a year, which is $400,000. He's going to collect that for the rest of his life. But that's not the worst of it, or from his position, I guess, the best of it. Fauci's net worth increased 66% during the COVID-19 pandemic. Well, how's that possible? I mean, he's just he's making good money, but I mean, enough to become worth $12 billion? Well, you see, he got a lot of, he got some, he got some money awarded for, for different awards he got, some of which, which went back to charity, but not all of it. But he also had some stock. He had some stock in some pharmaceuticals that happened to go up a lot. And so his net worth is now $12 billion, billion, $676,000. At the beginning of the pandemic, it was, it was uh, $7.5 billion. So it's gone up a lot on your dime. Here's the none better take of the day. The biggest grifter in U.S. government history is not Donald Trump. And it's not the Biden crime family. It's not even the, the Bushes. And we know <laughs> that they scammed a lot of money off the government. No, no. It's an individual, actually. It's, it's one person, a guy who is science. Science himself, in fact, self-proclaimed. Dr. Anthony Tony Fauci has scammed more money from the U.S. government relatively than anybody else. I don't know how you can deny that. He's been involved in government with the NIAID since 1968 and was the director, became the director of them in 1984. And since then, through AIDS, through anthrax, through COVID-19 studies, He's been bilking the U.S. tax dollar, taxpayer, 
taxpayer for millions and millions of dollars personally and funneling hundreds of millions of more to his pet projects, all while tormenting animals like beagles, helpless little beagles and monkeys for research that never turned into anything. He hasn't accomplished a thing. There is no AIDS vaccine. There is no cure to anthrax. There is no COVID-19 vaccine or cure for any of them. And that's what he's spent his entire career studying. He spent his entire career studying and promoting the fact that he was going to take care of all these viruses. He became the most renowned virologist in the world without actually accomplishing anything. (laughs) He didn't cure a thing. He didn't create a single vaccine. He didn't create a, a, a single cure throughout his entire career. But somehow, he's the highest paid federal employee. He's going to make $414,000 a year till the day he dies from the U.S. taxpayer. I don't know about you, but I'm not okay with that. And we need to keep our eyes out for who is the next Fauci? Who's the next guy who's going to fraud the government for 50 years for all that money? And not only that, but then create drugs, antivirals like Red Dimsomir, where he conspired with the New England Journal of Medicine to defraud the public and kill a lot of people in the process. There's a lot more. But anyway, until next time, check me out on Rumble. If you're just listening on the radio today, you can find me at The Nun Report on all the socials or thenunreport.com. Thanks again for watching. Until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers. Cheers.